Hello, this is Giovanni, and this is what happened last time. We made it to the White City of Aurora, and an old acquaintance, a dwarf named Twork the Dead, challenged me to a drunken duel. Well, it was drunken by the time we got around to it. In the meantime, Runar got a churchy church type to cure his spear curse, and then in the process, much to our surprise, they cured him of his catness. We all celebrated at the tavern, but then we woke up, and he was more cat-like than ever before. Poor Runar. At the bathhouse in Aurora, it's called the Balneum. It's a large white marbled stone building. Huge pools heated by a fire elemental that hangs out on one end of the pool. This is so comfortable. Yeah, I agree. It's a lot like when we were in Ubistan. Oh, yeah, when we went glamping with those wood elves. Oh, yeah, they were so annoying. I mean, it was relaxing, but they were annoying. Yeah, I mean, the only thing we got from them were a couple of canoes and some daggers. <laughs> yeah, and they had those little tiny dogs that aren't really and dogs. toast. I mean, it was tasty, but, you know. Do <sighs> you remember that, Runar? Runar is squatting next to the edge of the pool, looking distastefully at the water. He goes, yes. Do you think he'll ever get over this? I feel a little bad for him. Yeah. It, uh, it's really comfortable. You really should try it. It's heated. It's wet. I mean, at least he's talking to us again. Yeah, there's that. Other end of the pool, these salamanders, red-scaled lizard men, look at you and say, What are you looking at? Tarunar. The water. He stands up, he goes, It's the bane of my existence. Well, this curse is, but this is the second bane of my existence. Drak, they turn to you and say, I was getting a little nervous of the cat squatting over the water. That's understandable. He's completely harmless. Clearly. They move to the other side of the pool. We're making friends. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, we're going to Anaris? Yeah, I'm going to talk to Vaughn and get a ship, and we'll go to Onaris, or we'll get a ride on a ship, something like that. We should have a fair amount of gold still. Perhaps we could just book passage and not do manual labor or fight turtles or anything. Yeah, I don't see why we couldn't get a ride to Onaris. Is that something you can do? Oh, yeah, easily. Is that something I think you can do? <laughs> I, just Roll your insight. <laughs> Fifteen. He seems confident. Okay. Towel off and head to... What was the name of the bar? Aurora's Bed. Isn't that the place where the guy with the scar wants to kill you? I don't think he's there anymore, but we'll see. As you're drying off, your clothes are brought out to you. The proprietor of the place is named Irinder, and he's an owl person. Call him Strigonay. And he says, Whose clothes and boots are these? Oh, those are ours, owl man. Well, I have to tell you... The clothes are clean, however, the boots still have quite a stench. <laughs> well, you keep boots in a shark for a few weeks, they stink. Who knew? Wait! Out of this fog above the water, you see Shaw. 
and his little halfling shoulders poking out of the water. Wait a minute. I could use those boots now. <laughs> I've got a deal for you. And he stands up. <laughs> Super long legs. Still the leg. Oh. Could you just sit back down in the water and talk to us? You didn't like me without legs. Now you don't like me with legs. <laughs> What's it gonna be? <laughs> Turns to Druck. I know you're kind of thinking about those boots, kind of woodland-like. They get to change your tracks. And frankly, when I was using them, all I got to do is turn them into being a gnome. Because it's got to be somebody about your own size. So it's either halfling or gnome. But now I got big feet. I can pretend to be an elf or a dwarf or whatever the heck that guy is. <laughs> I'm told I'm a humal. Look, I'll offer you a trade of this cleansing stone that I bought off the owl guy over there. If I can have my boots back. What's the uh, cleansing stuff? Here. He puts them to the boots. It's just this green stone about the size of a bar of soap. And he holds them to the boots and... Give him a whiff. <laughs> smell like new. Does it smell like an Irish spring by chance? <laughs> that was the other option. This one's a little more coastal. <laughs> so the boots for this cleansing stone? Yep. That sounds fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, magical boots that hide your tracks that are soap. Thanks. He puts his boots on and walks away with his awkward long legs. And he points back at his wet footsteps on the stone. And he says, look, I'm an orc. <laughs> and he walks off. Boy, I don't know what that guy is anymore, really. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever diverts attention from those legs. <laughs> I mean, they are kind of nice looking legs, really. I mean, I don't know. That guy's looking at him. He's mostly torso. <laughs> it's just legs and then mini torso. It's gross. <laughs> hey, the air smells fresher, though. That's good. Yeah, so we got that going for us. Yeah. Do we want to head over to Aurora's bed and see if we can get passage over to Anaris? Yeah, all right, that sounds good. Hey, uh, maybe you guys walk in first just to make sure that uh, Dwarfy Torque Man's not there, okay? Yeah, we'll scout it out. Okay. So we head over to Aurora's bed. What exactly did he look like again? I just... Just as you're walking in saying that, you hear somebody at the bar. Uh, El Scorcho, it was called. It was a heck of a boat. I lost her. Oh, I think we found him. Uh, we'll just do an about face and bread headlong into Giovanni. Yeah, he's, uh, still in there. Ah, dang it. All right, um... Yeah, I think I gotta work around for this. Gio, go over to that shop over there. Give me about 15 minutes. Okay, sounds good. All right. I'll go back in and sit down next to him. I follow Drakian. This pale-skinned, red-bearded dwarf. I'll order around for Renar and myself, and just sit there and listen to him go on for a little bit about El Scorcho. You get this knowing glance from the bartender, like, I can't take much more of this guy. El Scorcho? Oh. Was that the name of the ship? Yes. Yes, it was. Actually, we came in by land from Bridgewater Post up to here. And we saw a ship, not unlike the one you're describing. Really? Yeah, it was headed south. I believe it's headed towards Bridgewater. Did it have red-painted filigree round the portholes? 
it was out at sea. We were on land, but I'm pretty sure I saw red filigree. Somebody remarked that it had special cannons on it. Fire cannons. Yes. And somebody in the caravan that we were in remarked that there were special cannons on it. Hmm. Yeah, I believe it was headed towards Bridgewater. I believe he said it was like his fifth or sixth favorite ship. Vaughn, is there any ships going south? Well, I think the whale's going that way. To the whale! Thank you, gentlemen. Oh, it's a pleasure. Hope you get reunited with your ship. Give them each a drink on my tab. Nice. I'll have a wine. Can I get a water? Or perhaps a nice milk? Oh, you're still on milk? Oh. It's, it's just so fatty. I like it. So much. <laughs> <laughs> he leaves. Throw your stealth over there across the street. Fifteen. Giovanni, his finger's up to his nose. <laughs> he walks by and goes, wait. Oh, wait, no, he didn't have a mustache. <laughs> Giovanni takes his finger away and goes, I actually do have a mustache. <laughs> Little does he know. I love how stupid people are around here. <laughs> Three hours later. Runar and Druxy Giovanni come back into the tavern, and his arms are completely full of clay pots. He goes, guys, check out what I got. They were like 10 for a silver. It's great. And he goes over to a table and starts putting them all down. Are you expecting, like, an elf to come along and smash those or something? I don't know. They're just really cool looking. Like, I mean, and this is a really good deal. 10 for one silver. Look at these things. Now you're looking for storage solutions with your vest? (laughs) Oh, I didn't think about the storage thing. Hmm. Well, I mean, they're neat, though. I don't think you're going to be able to get more space in your vest by putting pots. That's not... No, no, no. You know, Jack, I think he's onto something here. That way we can put the tar in there. So when the boat is sinking, we have extra tar to seal the new holes with. Vaughn says, hey, I like your honey pots. <laughs> oh, hey, thank you. Thank you. Oh, speaking of which, guys, uh... It's honey again. <laughs> I mean, it is good. Now I have yeah. extra pasta to put more stuff in. <laughs> yeah, the honey's great. Oh, so, so you're going to store the honey and sell it? You're a genius. <laughs> oh, you, that wasn't your plan. Uh, <laughs> oh. Boy, we can get rich, maybe. Maybe people will buy this for a lot of money. Yes. That's exactly how people, you know, make honey and sell honey and... Yeah. Well, I mean, they are cool looking, though. I mean, look at how clay looking they look. Back home at the Silesium, there was a legend about a elf. He would smash pots looking for money. Huh. Interesting. Hmm, let me look through these. Oh, wait, hold on. Um, Hey, Vaughn. Yes? So, uh, how's it looking on that uh, whole ship thing to Anaris? Looking to go to Anaris, are you? Says a voice behind you. Ah, nosy Pete over here. Yes, yes, going to Anaris. <laughs> I mean, no, no, I'm going south, though. Vaughn, what you got for me? <laughs> you turn around, and it's a gnome with a very large nose. And that, calling him Nosy Pete, he has covered his nose for a second. <laughs> Gives you a frown. <laughs> well. He's got a rapier on his side. He's wearing studded leather. If you're looking to go up to Renaris, you're probably going to want to go with us on the Sea Devil. Have I heard of the Sea Devil? Can I roll my history? Yeah. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you have not. <laughs> well, but, I'm sure the nose knows. 
Captain Pompey would be happy to take you for a fee. He needs to bring us up there anyway, and we need to leave pretty soon. Wait, 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 mm. Who are you, and who is Captain Pompey? My name is Warden. I'm the first mate. This over here is Mr. Zog. Large high orc sitting across the table from him. Hi, Zog. Sorry, it's Zog. Hi, Zog. Mm. <laughs> we have a little business to attend to, and uh, it'll take us to rest. So, you know, it's not far, so we would probably take you on for 50 gold apiece. 50 gold apiece. Boy, I'm telling you what. You know, 25 could... apiece. Roll your persuasion. <laughs> As Reinhardt just rudely got in on all of this. We're going 75 each. <laughs> That'd be a nine. Hmm, 25, you say. Maybe your satyr friend here would offer us a little more than that. We can negotiate. Ah, uh, listen here. I don't know if you know me, but my name is Giovanni Marison, and I don't pay anybody 50 gold for a ship ride. I'll ride your ship for you. My goodness. 10 gold apiece. That's it, my buddy. Rolled a 16. I rolled a 1. <laughs> he looks at you, looks back at Mr. Zarg, looks at Druck, looks at Runar, <laughs> looks back at you. <clears throat> Perhaps you should have bargained with me. Will you play that loot boy on the boat? Of course, and he plucks the strings. Hmm. You amuse me, Giovanni Marison. You amuse me, Pete the Nose. <laughs> And Krark. <laughs> I hope he plays the flute better than he does think. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can play the flute way better than I can think. Wait, flute, flute, what is that they had? Wait, Druck, I feel like he's insulting me. No, I think he's just interested in getting you to Anaris. Oh, yeah, all right. I suppose I should probably ask, do you have anything against tieflings? Ah, uh, no, not at all, I don't care. Okay, good. Horns, no horns, I mean, look, I have horns. Because Poppy's a little sensitive. As about his heritage. Ah, oh, weird. Okay. As a tiefling. What's to be sensitive about it? Just, I wouldn't say anything. Just want to make sure that you're clear. It's not a good idea to talk to him about his heritage. Mm, got it. All right. Okay. Don't call him Devil Boy or anything, okay? That's you move there, Giovanni. Wait, what's this ship's name again? Sun Devil? The Sea Devil. The Sea Devil. Hmm. 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 I like the Sea Titan and the Sea Phoenix. The sea perny hole soul. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think you're adding seas to the. Hmm. <laughs> no, it's an observation that uh, anytime that there's a ship, they immediately think of a name and then they put sea in front of it. <laughs> yeah, it's very catchy, you know? It reminds us where boats go, too. All right, 10 gold apiece. They tell you where to meet them tomorrow at the docks and they'll leave early in the morning. Sounds good. Nothing can go wrong. <laughs> Be there after the sunrise. Hey, how many cannons you got on that ship? You'll see. Intriguing. Ah, oh, darn it, this pot's got a crack in it. I feel like I've ripped off. Listen, what you do is you take these pots and grabs pot and like just smashes against the floor. And that way you can see what's inside. And there's no coins in this one. Couldn't you just flip it over? Witchcraft. Um, hmm, hmm. I think he owes me a copper. A few hours later, Geo has stayed back at the tavern while the two of you, Runar and Druk, have done a little bit of shopping. Druk has replenished his supply of fire arrows, which he did at the Fletcher. And now you are in a tower called the Tower of Malda. It is the big magic item emporium in town. 
you spent a little time on the first floor, picked up a couple of scrolls and some other items, and then you had to show your coin to get onto the second floor, which is where some more fun stuff is. There are other floors, but you didn't show enough coin to get onto those. As you look through all the different oddities, the salesperson, Halloran, who continues to show up on the different floors, says to you, Druck, Oh, I see you're an archer. Yes, yes I am. Archers like to be far away from their targets. Yes, we do. I have right here some items that I think that you would like. Go on. These slippers made of spider silk will allow you to walk vertically up walls. Seems like something that you could use. I do like slippers. (laughs) (laughs) I thought so with that bed head. (laughs) Would you like to try them on? Sure. He bends down on one knee like your Cinderella. Okay. <laughs> Please allow me. Okay, this is getting okay. Oh, they're comfy. <laughs> like I squish my feet. Ooh, it's nice. the Ettercap silk. <laughs> I'll uh, go over to the wall and put my foot on it. Oh my try walking up the wall. I had noticed this before, but they very much match your belt. Thank you. (laughs) And they literally do. This is nice. How much? A steal. I can steal these? Theoretically, uh, you you could take anything that isn't owned by you, and that is (laughs) stealing. A, A meager 400 gold. I'm immediately in my coin pouch. One, two... Three and four. You go. There you go. Ooh, that was easy. What else can I get you today? I think I'm good. I have my arrows and I have my new slippers, which are super comfy and not at all stinky. That is quite the uh, bonus. I mean, who wants smelly shoes? Here, Runar, smell my feet. No. Smell my feet. Wow, that's strangely right. Assistant. They're nice, aren't they? Just gonna go tap dancing around for a little bit. On the ceilings, even. Uh, it's all rushing to my head. I'm gonna get down on the ground now. Uh, thank you. Runar, what'd you get? Back at the inn. You guys walk in and Geo's got a clay pot stuck over his head. He's (laughs) flailing around like a cat with a pot stuck over his head. This pale dwarf walks through and he goes, Has anyone seen that satyr? I believe he was headed south. He said he was going Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was going to go down and uh, pick up the... uh, What was the name of that place again? El Scorcho. Oh, that's right. How did I forget that? He uh, immediately left. So he's probably talking about getting a horse. He's, He's making speed. He knocks on the pot. Good luck in there, buddy. Thank you. Runs off. All right, grab his arms. I'll grab the pot. We'll get this off. I got a better idea. I open palm to smack jail where presumably his face is. Ow! Ow! Oh! Oh, hey, guys. Hey, you owe me another copper. I don't know who you're talking about. 
Honey is all over his head. Vaughn's like, who's cleaning that up? Uh, Gio looks over at somebody next to him in the bar. Yeah, I'll give you a silver to clean this up. Yeah, okay. Guy <laughs> immediately starts picking up pieces. <laughs> he flicks this over to him. So uh, I had an idea. Uh, well, you can't give me the idea. So I started filling some of the clay pots with honey, and then it was so delicious, I started eating the honey and <laughs> got my head stuck in a pot. I guess at least it wasn't mayonnaise. Yeah, However, hey, check this out, Gio. He holds out a bag, and he takes out a scroll. This is a scroll of shield, and he puts it in the bag. Look, see? Oh, can't see it. It's gone. And now, for my second trick, I'm going to put in this scroll of magic missile. Oh, that's nice. All right. And now I'm going to put these spellbook supplies in, and it's gone. And in the spellbook, and it's gone. And my silver spectacles, and it's gone. And he grabs the bag, closes it, and shakes it up. He goes... What do you think I'm going to pull out? Hey, I want to roll perception to see if I even notice that this is a bag of holding. <laughs> I rolled a 12. You just think it's kind of a red leather bag. Or guess what I'm going to pull out next? A peach. No, no, no. <laughs> hey, look. And I like hold the bag up. Do you see anything in there? Uh, let me look. And he puts his head in the bag. <laughs> what happens? <laughs> You look at the bag and you can see the cosmos. It's just the big black space. It's really cool in here! Pulls it back out. Okay, so and then I pull out the red book. See? See how that works? Yeah, you have a space bag. That's cool. I want a space bag. You have a space bag. Put the red book back in. <laughs> I pull out the silver spectacles. Look, I can just pull out whatever I want if I think about it as I reach in. Oh, that's cool. That's very neat. That's very cool and neat. Okay, okay. <laughs> so when are you getting the peach out? <laughs> Runar says, looking at Druk. Like, he just doesn't get it. Like, you understand what's going on here. This is the same thing as his vest. Magic is complicated, and some people just don't understand it. They just accept it. <laughs> I get it. He's got a space bag. <laughs> now I have a space bag. All right, cool. And I put the bag I'm holding on my belt. Hey guys, did you see Torque when you were walking around? <laughs> nope. No? No? Ah, good, good. Which ship is, uh, Bananaris again? Is it the Elskarcho? Yeah, the Elskarcho. And it has red filigree on it. Yeah, it sure does, yeah. yeah. And special flame cannons. Ah, uh, yeah, one special flame cannon, yeah. What's the rest of them? Regular cannons. Oh, hey, um, did you guys by any chance give me a new white puffy pirate shirt when you were out and about? I am so sorry. We were going to, but the white puffy pirate shirt factory had been shut down. It was... Oh. Big fire. Big, big fire. Yeah. Big. Ah, big yeah. Fire. Eleanor's not very good at running that. Uh, yeah. I think it was an insurance scheme. <sighs> I do not like that. He does sometimes buy oops insurance, and I feel like sometimes he gets a little bit swindled. Yeah. Hmm. I don't understand insurance. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. <laughs> well, see, insurance is this concept that you're making. I'm going to go get a white pumpkin pirate shirt. I'll see you guys in a little bit. <laughs> he puts his finger to his nose and walks out of the door. <laughs> All right, can I sneak around and get one white new puffy pirate shirt? Go ahead and roll your shelf. 19. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> your finger in front of your nose successfully works. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna buy a nice one. How much does a nice one cost? 
You can buy a really nice silk puffy pirate shirt for 30 gold. Done. About 20 minutes later, you walk back into the bar. And so that's why it's illegal if you burn down your own place to get the money. And it's called fraud. Hey, guys. Explain to me again what the lizard is about. <laughs> He's the salesperson. Remember, are you still talking about that insurance thing? Oh, yes. You know, they always really like to say that 15 minutes can save you 15 gold or more. But oh. I didn't really like them. I always liked... Um, I forget her name, but the company was very much more progressive on their sales tactics. You're making my brain hurt. Hey, look at my new shirt. Isn't that very nice? Oh, feel it, Druck. Feel it. You like silk, right? Ooh, that's fancy. <laughs> you see there's a hole in it already. <laughs> already. You're really hungry, aren't you? <laughs> Should we eat? <laughs> so easy an ogre can do it. That was the other one. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. A human bursts into the door and says... There's orc tracks out here! Come on, guys! And a bunch of people pick up their weapons and start running out the door. Whoa, they don't really like orcs around here, huh? Apparently not. bias. I've never met an orc. Oh, it's a Fermat. We'll jog on out. We'll see what's going on. Right, perception. Uh, natural 20. Across the way, you see Shaw hiding in an alleyway, sitting fetal with his giant knees in front of him. <laughs> and he looks at you and puts his finger to his lips and smiles. And they all go running by him. I put my fingers to my lips. Oh. <laughs> it's Shaw with his long... <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Disgusting hey. legs. <laughs> oh, is are, are his legs all caught up, cut off again? <laughs> no, they're still good. <laughs> oh, so long. <laughs> Calm, calm down. It's okay. It's okay. Just come inside, buddy. Just, you don't have to look at the half of him with the weird legs. <laughs> I'm sorry his legs disgust you so much. Uh, you, know, <laughs> you, know, you know what really helps settle your stomach? Maybe some chicken legs. <laughs> oh, actually, they, you know what they're known for around here is uh, frog legs. There's some frog legs. We're out of here. <laughs> Wait, maybe he just needs some sleep. That's it. The next morning... It's a beautiful day, sun is freshly up, sky's orange in the east, and you approach the docks. The sea devil is being readied for the voyage north. The figurehead is a devilish horned figure. That's a pretty good looking boat. Yeah, that should get us to Anaris. On your list of boats, which number is this one? Like, where did you rank it on your best-looking ship? <laughs> hey, forget the ranking. Are these guys on it? Because maybe we could just take this baby and go solo. There's definitely pirates on it. They're prepping. Oh, nope, never mind. They're on there. Oh, this is good. Like, you know, 15, 16, something like that. First mate Warren, the gnomish swashbuckler, is standing at the top of the gangplank, and he says, Ah, our passengers. Come aboard. We'll introduce you to the captain. Sounds good, Warren. I appreciate it. Ah, excellent, excellent. Fine day for sailing, though. Right, Warren? Aye. Aye. Mr. Zarg, the high orc, is standing there and just kind of gives you all a nod, one by one. All right. So come with me. Remember, says Warren, don't mention his heritage. Jeez, what is up? He's okay. touchy about being a tiefling. Boy, Mr. Sensitive, okay. Chief, I mean... Please don't mention... Lead on, Warren. <laughs> what, don't mention he's a devil? 
Like he's got the face and horns of a devil? Yeah, that would probably be a good start, yes. Okay, got it. Warren, I'll make sure I don't say that this guy looks like a devil or anything like that. Or is like a freak show. You know what I mean, Zard? We're gonna walk. Maybe we could just disassociate ourselves with him and then make him walk the plank separately. Don't worry, we're not there yet. When we get there, I'll stop talking about how he might be like some devil, freaky looking man. <laughs> now, why would he be so upset about the way he looks yet? He's riding a ship called the Sea Devil, and on the front of it, it's a devil faced, tiefling looking thing. That seems a little weird. Maybe we shouldn't talk about it because we've been asked politely to not talk about it. Warren knocks on the door of the captain's quarters. Through it, you hear a muffled voice. He opens the door and ushers you in. Everybody make a wisdom saving throw. Yes! <laughs> 11. 12. 16. Druck, you kind of hold your stuff together. Runar and Geo kind of think you're going to wet yourself in the shadows. It's clearly not a tiefling. It's the size of an ogre. It does have big horns, red skin. It's got cat eyes, and it's got six fingers on each hand and a giant spiky tail coming from the back of it. And as it turns, it's actually flipping a coin in between the fingers of one hand. And it says, welcome to my ship. <laughs> Holy sea god, you're a looker. Jeez. <laughs> I am Captain Poppy. Hi, Captain Pompey. Pop, Poppy. Poppy. What was it? What was it? I believe Pompey. He's... Pompey. Poppy. I'm sorry. I think I have an accent sometimes from where I'm from. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I got an accent, too. Sometimes hard to understand the pronunciations of my name. Poppy. P-O-M-P-E-Y? <laughs> yes. Schooled this one. Yeah. Yeah. Schooled. <laughs> so I hear you're needing passage to NRS. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You feel like bugs are crawling up his skin as he's talking to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah, and we're just going to hang out you guys do the sailing and uh, play song and dance. Yeah, we'll definitely just be anywhere that you're not. Yep. <laughs> we will stay out from underfoot, Captain. <laughs> All three of us are slowly walking backwards. <laughs> we have a bit of business and interest. We're hoping that it won't interfere with your passage. I mean, you just drop us off, we're good. That's the deal, right? Yes, we have reason to believe that the ship that we're looking for is there. What ship mm. is that, by chance? It's called the Kraken. Oh, oh <laughs> Same thought as you, Runar. <laughs> Same thought. Ooh. Captain Tawn believes that she has some stake in Sandalwood, and we have been paid to take her out. Okay, well, uh, cool story. We're just going to be in our sleeping quarters. Get- Ah, you don't really have to drop us off in an arse. Like, you can drop us right outside if you'd like. I mean, these three talk a lot. Yeah, we'll be in our quarters. So, uh, good meet. Talk to you later. Get a lozenge. And we'll go back to our quarters. Warren kind of gets you out of there. Thank you, Warren. Uh, thank yeah. you for not saying anything about his heritage. Do you understand that he's not a teeth that, 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 He just, like, stops you. Yeah, why in the no, heck? No, 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 Why in the <laughs> heck? <laughs> Go that way. Hey, uh, Runar, by the way, remember when we talked about maybe being cursed by a kraken? I, I think that kraken's going to show up in, in a Naris. Maybe in, like, a ship form, not a creature form. 
Well, that's good. You forgot. Good. Somehow, I feel like a ship would be less terrifying than an actual Kraken, but I'm not an expert. We're going to find out. I just remember paying for passage to Anaris. I don't remember this hunting part. We said hopefully that their business wouldn't interfere with our passage. Yeah, I just don't want to be in the middle of some sort of conflict between Well, we won't exactly be in the middle. We'll just be, you know, exactly where the cannons are shooting. That's why I think it's a good idea that we get dropped off early. Correct. So you're going to carry me across the water? Yeah, I will carry you across the water if it involves me not getting shot at by... The Sea Kraken. The Sea Kraken. <laughs> oh, I've heard of the Sea Kraken. That one's a good one. It's a lot like the seahorse. Like the ship seahorse, not the little tiny cute thing. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Picked up on that. Good. All right. Got it. Good. Okay. It sounds like we're getting pressed into service to hunt this guy. Yeah. I forgot to tell you, sometimes pirates do that. Hmm. But we paid them. I'm really annoyed. Well, that's why we want to get dropped off before we get there, hopefully. Or if we get to Onaris, we just jump off and get the heck out. So that's yes. yeah, plan that's A, plan B. Yeah. That <laughs> doesn't involve milk, so it can't be plan B. Wait, what are you talking about? Our yeah, plan B in Ubistan. Oh, yeah, plan B in Ubistan. That's right. God, so much milk. A lot of milk. Oh, oh my God. man, that was so delicious. <laughs> oh, you thought so, but... <laughs> Flavored milk. Very weird, by the way. <laughs> mm. Saved the day, though. Yeah, it did. Giovanni's going to go back to the sleeping quarters, and he's a little worried about playing in front of this devil guy, so he's just going to hide a bit, and that's about it. <laughs> that evening, Gio and Runar have been hiding in dark corners of the ship. Rock, he's fine as he sits there and just thinks, well, at least his legs aren't too long. <laughs> hey, um, I... Shh! <laughs> no, no, Shh. I'm getting a little hungry. I need to have some honey. Hey, Runar, you know, I'm kind of surprised that I fit in here. Can you go, go someplace else? Why are you hiding with me? <laughs> I have to admit I'm a little scared of that big tiefling ogre guy. Quite understandable, but uh, you are making it more likely we're going to be found. No. Uh, also, I'm very sorry for this. <laughs> I, I couldn't hold it in anymore. I was holding it for like five hours. Runar just goes, that is completely foul. You smell like you've been eating eggs and crawls out of wherever we were hiding and goes, I don't even care. I'm just going to, I'm just, I'm just I, no, I can't and walks off. How did he know I had eggs in my bed? <laughs> Runar, you bump into the captain. Oh, uh, uh, my, my apologies. Georgia? I, I forget your name. I'm tired. It's Pompey. Pompey. Not, not I thought we were going to hear music. Where's your friend? Um, he smells like eggs. Are you sure? <laughs> Even more so. That oh. sounds great. Um, I think I saw him going there. <laughs> <laughs> this giant six-fingered hand comes in and yanks you up. Ah! Oh, hi, Pompey. I slink away. He smiles at you with fanged teeth, and you feel like somehow you hear screaming <laughs> from his face. Oh, oh, 
Oh, Pompey. Oh, gosh. I thought you were going to play. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll do Pompey. Yeah, we'll, we'll do. We'll do. Uh, I'll, uh... He reaches into his vest and pulls out Mama Pearl. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll play, Pompey. I'll play. I was just taking a little cat nap with, with the cat. And eating eggs. <laughs> Did you want a vest egg? <laughs> he reaches out, pulls out a hard-boiled egg. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> he takes it, pops it in his mouth. Oh, your breath. Oh. 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 Okay. All right. I'll, I'll be up. I'll be up. Walks off and his tail slaps you unintentionally. Oh. Oh boy. Okay. Right. Don't don't screw this up, Geo. Don't screw this up. He goes up to the upper deck. He goes, all right, everybody. Let's sing a song to y'all about a magical jug that makes honey and mayonnaise. Here we go. <laughs> well. They all look at each other quizzically, but it's got a fast enough tempo that they start to go along with the beat. Roll performance. Oh, 12. <laughs> They're a little confused, but the captain seems to like it. Oh, my goodness. And you notice that when he starts tapping his feet, he kind of looks around at everyone, and everybody else starts mimicking him and tapping their feet, too. They're all a little bit worried. Giovanni starts tapping his foot, too. He looks at Druck. Uh, hello, Captain. I'm just gonna tap my feet right along. <laughs> it's, uh, one of his better works, don't you think? Honey and mayonnaise! Very creative. Yeah. He might is... add eggs to that. I will bring him that note. Excellent. Excellent. Nah. Uh, Good one. You get a high six. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Couple of awkward days go by. <laughs> <laughs> and on the horizon, early in the morning on the third day, along the bronze shores is the free city of Inaris. It is built around an old fort. There are pilings and docks built out pretty far into the bay. And as you pull in, there are a handful of ships that are either moored there or kind of moving in or out of the bay along with you. At this point, Giovanni walks up to Runar and Druck and goes, Hey, guys, uh, is it time? Are we going to jump? Are we going to do this? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to get into a fight with whatever they're about to go into. Yeah, something's waiting for them. I have that piratey feeling, you know? Is there a ship called the Kraken around? I mean, how much of a risk do we have here? Giovanni's head pops up out of the huddle, and then he looks to see if he can see the Kraken ship. Roll the 14. Giovanni, you look across the bay. You're looking for something that looks like it might be a Kraken ship, and you see El Scorcho. <laughs> it is beautiful. Filigree around the portholes. All of this workmanship that makes this ship something special. As you're looking, the other two hone in on it too because they've heard the description. And here it is, guys. The beautiful, wonderful El Scorcho. Just as you're looking at it, another ship crosses in front of it. <laughs> pretty fast starts moving and you can see that it has tentacles built off of it it does look like a kraken at the front of it and you hear the captain pompey say there it is the kraken ready cannons 
Oh, we're going. We're going. Just as the Kraken passes by El Scorto. Oh, no. The cannons go off. And you see the beautiful fire cannon that's actually off of the deck. It's on a pivot where you can see this fire cannon that can go at a 360 angle. And the cannons hit that fire cannon, and the whole thing just bursts into flame, and it's completely destroyed, and the Kraken keeps moving out of the bay, and the captain says, After them! We are definitely jumping. Why? What the hell? Why? I pick up Giovanni. I hold him like a little baby on his back, and I go, it's okay. It's okay, little guy. Oh, and then I just run and jump off. I can't believe it. And I start doing a dog paddle type swim towards the shore. There wasn't even a lot of tar on it. We can talk about combustibles in... Having them on a very flammable thing out in the middle of the water, how it's a bad idea. Yeah, that's yeah, the one flop the Oscorcho. But we are going to talk about it in the tavern here while we're looking for passage to Galarad. Oh, I don't even know if I want to go. Just let me go now. Druk, they're readying their weapons, catching sail, and they are ready to chase the Kraken. <sighs> Just kind of look over at where the El Scorcho was. Just kind of fix a good, solid memory of what it looked like before. <sighs> well, shoot. I'll hop off the boat and start <laughs> walking morosely over to the pier. Thank you, come again. <laughs> <laughs> Why does this keep happening? <laughs> See, this is why you would have insurance. <laughs> now you can make an insurance claim because somebody shot your ship. He grabs you by the chest and he goes, Runar, let me go. I just want to sink down to the bottom of the ocean. I am so done with this. No, we will get another ship. We have to get another ship and I need you to sail it. You're coming, even if I have to drag you by the sea god's horns to the docks. His whole body just slumps, and he's just dead weight, and he looks all sad. All the way to the docks, dragging him by his goat horn. He takes out his lute and starts sadly singing a song that he calls El Scorjo. Drugs just kind of plodding along the surface of the water while these two are talking about insurance. It was a nice ship. This is taking forever. Don't you have a ring or something? He continues to sing his new song. I start rummaging around in his vest, picking up rings and pulling them out, looking for that dolphin ring or whatever. It takes you about three rings and you finally find it. Put it on, and I start doing like swimming like a dolphin, like dude. And <laughs> <laughs> just really dragging him. Oh, you're going pretty fast. All right, sweet. <laughs> no, wait, still sad. <laughs> <laughs> When we get to the dock, I want to do, like, the dolphin jump up and land on the dock. <laughs> I'm, like, flopping on the ground, getting drug. Ow, 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 I don't care. Ow, ow, don't care. Oh, that's a, that's a pretty good ring. I pull it off and put it 
in my bed. <laughs> Giovanni's laying on the ground, his face is staring up at the sky, and he's still playing and singing a sad song about his ship. Some of the sailors at the dock start asking you which ship he came off of. What? Not the El Scorcho! <laughs> Oh, yeah, yes. Um, I believe the name of the ship was the um, Sea Devil. Oh, they visibly shudder. Uh, did you see that? It shot the El Scorcho. <laughs> Do you happen to have an insurance office in town? <laughs> I'm sorry, what is insurance? <laughs> so, no! He looks at Gio and he says, We do have some taverns. Seems like you could use that. I do need drinks. Lots and lots of drinks. Are you looking for cheap? Or are you looking for quality? I'm looking to black out. I think he's looking for quantity, is what he just said. There's an inn down the dock there called the Boatswain. Built into a beached ship. You won't miss it. The Boatswain? It's a good one. <laughs> Giovanni still continues to lay there and play his lute and sing his song and cry. I grab him by the horn and start dragging him towards the direction that they pointed. He just keeps playing and crying. You notice a bunch of wrecked ships that are sprinkling the bay. Many of them are nests for Osprey. Most of the people here are much like Sandalwood. It's a pirate city, uh, very diverse, just rough types. There are a few hobgoblins here. You actually see more dragonkin than you've seen in a long time. Mostly green scale. And you come upon the boatswain wrecked boat that's been turned into an inn. Do you suppose they're going to have a golden monkey in here? That's in my vest. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> he starts crying some more. <laughs> I thought that was a figurehead at the end of the... Okay. Uh, yes, he stole it some time ago, back in Sandalwood. Well, that's another town that we're not going to be going back to. <laughs> well, I mean, they don't know that he has it, per se. I mean, we were there for quite some time. That bartender knows. I don't think that's going to go well. <laughs> well if all goes well, we'll <laughs> at least I will never see the Placid Sea again. You step into the inn... There are different bits of ships nailed to the walls. Just It's very nautically themed. The joke, which only Geo gets, is that a Boatswain is someone who fixes ships, so it's a broken ship. So we just need to find the Bart. Wayne! Wayne! Barky! Hello! Wait, no, it's, but it's Wayne's boat. Oh, Wayne! I, 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 I believe it, it was spelled W. A-I-N for Wayne, which means that it was actually uh, a person who fixes ships. Oh, wait. Quite ironic. No, I think it's just hobgoblin for Wayne. Wayne! <laughs> so again, Aqua Vitae is the drink. They do have some ales. They have a few wines. Some milk. This is actually on the Tandrian coast, and so they do have a few things that are from inland. But Giovanni spends a lot of his day lamenting about the lost ship and having lots of drinks. The day passes, night falls, 
And Giovanni starts to act a little bit erratic. He starts talking a lot about Filbert and Hazel and the, all the little rat kids. And he just doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. There's a large open window built into this inn. And you see the full moon begin to rise. And you look over at Gio. <laughs> and he doesn't look himself. He looks less goat and more rat. He still has the horns. His legs are still hooved. But he's very much like Rizzo, the were-rat that you fought on the perennial of soul. Everyone roll initiatives. Roll an 11. 18. 12. Druck, Geo has turned into a were-rat, and he is slavering and coming at you. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> <Ask her now. laughs> I'm going to parkour my way up the side of the bar and onto the ceiling. All right. Using the slippers of spider climbing. Pull down my goggles and Hunter's mark him. <laughs> Gonna straight up shoot him. <laughs> Twenty. <laughs> Takes seven points of piercing damage and one point of poison damage. Bruno, here. I will jump at him. Do the uh, cat nonsense. Twenty hit you. Yeah. Five points of slashing damage, and for the second attack, uh, it's the exact same numbers. <laughs> Stop it! Runner! I'm cursed! You're cursing me! Ever since I've known you, all my ships have been destroyed! <laughs> he takes a swing at you with his weird sword. Oh, <laughs> 23 to hit. Oh, wow. Six points of damage. And then fangs pop out, and he goes to bite your neck. Oh, he horribly misses. It's just you. You are the curse. He bites at you and hits one of the clay pots that's laying there for no reason. <laughs> you owe me another copper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Druck, you're up again. Right. Just going to go ahead and see if I can't get him to go back to sleep. I'm going to go ahead and... Pull out a fire arrow and take a shot out. 24. That's a head. Okay. <laughs> 26 points of piercing damage and flame damage. Geo, you want to snap out of whatever you got going on over there? No! I mean, yes, I don't know. <laughs> Runar's the curse. He's the curse. Well, okay. You're not wrong. <laughs> That was funny! <laughs> <laughs> so Runar goes in and tries to do more of these cat tactics, trying to bite him and slash at him with his claws. I did the two attacks, and the first one is going to be seven points of slashing, and the second one's going to be six points of slashing. And then he's going to go full cat on you. <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! It's going to do flurry of blows. You're a flurry of blows! <laughs> <laughs> Got him. 13 and 19 to hit. Quit hitting me! 
nine points of slashing damage. And then the last attack to hit you does six points of slashing damage. Take that, you filthy rat. I've been calling worse. <laughs> He's breathing very heavily and blood's dripping all over the place. It's your fault! And he stabbed me with his weird sword. Oh, misses at a 10. And then his fangs go try to bite you in the neck again. Oh, and an eight, he misses again. <laughs> he says, curse you, curse you again. Another pot falls. That's four copper. <laughs> You're not getting any more honey. <laughs> I've never taken any. Or mayonnaise. <laughs> Geo jumps and leaps way up into the air and is gonna dive onto Lunar. Oh, wow. Ah! All right. I just sidestep. A lot of regular arrow. Go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. <laughs> oh no. No, I <laughs> might have gotten an extra bar patron off now. <laughs> Got a one. Oh! <laughs> Drux shoots at Runar. He just flings around, catches it real fast, <laughs> kind of pauses for a second, and flicks it at Giovanni. Thank you. <laughs> Eight points of damage. Arrow goes into Giovanni, and he falls to the ground and rolls over, and he's passed out. Exactly like we planned it. Oh, crap, crap. I got a thing here. And he pulls out <laughs> this black hematite iron ring with a little heart on it, and he goes, Spread the dying! You cast the spell. He still has the arrows sticking out of him, but you stabilize him. When you roll him over, he looks like himself again. But you now know this. He is cursed with lichen werewolfness. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not exactly sure how to get rid of that one. Um, the bartender says, get out of here. <laughs> you brought him in, right? Out. Boy, he's, he's good now. Out. Nobody else got Bring hurt. Bring your rat oh. with you. I, okay, I grab him by the horn to drag him out. I grab my glass of wine and walk out. Across the ceiling, down the wall. Yep, down, <laughs> down the wall. Spilling, because you haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> right. Holding a glass of wine. No, I've just got like just a third of a glass. Um, one thing that I think we might want to do is see about getting his curse. I, I have a thought in my head. Uh, Positum was uh, the rat place, so maybe we could get something fixed there. Yep, that's an idea. Or there might be a healer in town that could take a look at him. Or a wizard. Let's do that. That involves much less travel to locations. Yours okay. is a specific curse that we need to stair-step our way through. I think his curse might be like that spear curse. You know what? Let's just do your method first, and then hopefully it works. And then we could do my method, and if it doesn't work, we have plan P for Positum. Yeah, as long as it's not plan B. Yeah, we don't have the milk for plan B. So much milk. <laughs> We're going to go try and find a healer. Or a wizard. This is a very piratey place. You have oh. to really smooth talk the people that you run into and after a little bit of coercion and a couple of people wanting to pick fights with you you come to terms with the fact that there are not a ton of temples or known wizards in this town but there is 
a healer that they call Mother. They send you to her house on the outskirts of town. Let's go see this mother. We go over to see if this mother is available. Alright. You knock on the door. Door opens. Hand crossbow in your face. Oh, hello. What do you want? Uh, we want to give you money. Keep talking. My friend here is cursed, and I was hoping that maybe you could uncurse him. And maybe take those arrows out of his chest? No, that's I mean, that'll happen naturally, right? (laughs) (laughs) What kind of curse are we talking about? Uh, um, Lincoln trap the the wolf one. But the wolf one, but rats. Wear rat stuff. Yeah. Yes. The technical term, which is lichen trap. The rat one. Okay. Okay. Lichen rappy. It won't be cheap. Would a um, platinum cover that? (laughs) 50 platinum, Will. 50 platinum. You sure you don't want to go to Positum? That's the price. You are in my town. I'm the healer here. All right. Great. We'll gladly take care of that real quick. Uh, Quick side huddle with my compatriots here. We'll be right back with you. Fair. I pull Runar into a huddle with lifeless Giovanni and just sort of slide a hand, reach in, and start grabbing gold from Giovanni's vest. She's a human, and she's got a shaved head on one side, and she scratches at her head. It's kind of dyed green, or maybe it is green. Is this going to take all night? I was working on something. We're, um, having trouble counting all these coins! <laughs> We need to go faster. Yeah, okay. All right, quick, quick. And we just parse out 500 gold from Giovanni's vest. Okay. So she says that it will probably be morning before she's done with him. Because she's not a typical cleric. By the morning, he'll be ready to roll. We we could roll him right now, like just down the street, like like quite literally. <laughs> oh, you mean he'll be ready to go? Oh, no, my bad. I'm just sure. Ah, just a very very stressful day. Did you hear that the ship of Scorcher got blown up today? <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe he's doing better than I thought. He's not dead. He's almost dead. He's just mostly dead. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. Is there a tavern or an inn nearby that we can... The white plume is down the road there. That sounds perfect. And we will be back in the morning. To the white plume! Geo, you wake up. There's a human woman standing above you. She has green hair, kind of shaved on the sides. And she's working on something in front of you with some sort of tools. You really don't know what she's doing exactly, but she's just sort of standing above you and you're laying in a bed. Well, hello. Oh, 
Hi, Drac. How are you doing? I'm good. The wine at this bar is much better than over at the swill that we had at the boat's wine. Yeah, we were looking for proximity and quantity. You know, I kind of miss all the weird comments that Geo has about leaving reviews and... Yeah, it seems like every, I don't know, three or four days of adventuring, he just goes on this random soliloquy of bring us likes and reviews and... He says something about a podcast. I don't know what that has to do. I'm guessing yes. it's a bean thing. Yeah, yep. He always talks about YouTube. What is even? I think he's a tube. He's very tube shaped. What is he talking about with the tubes? <laughs> I don't know, but it's YouTube, and we're leaving a review on it. Okay. I, I it's. I could go for some tripe. That sounds good. <laughs> All this talking is just making my brain go derp her her. <laughs> Do you taste copper? 